This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks is Dustin Goodwin. He's in the HR industry, specifically in the software as a service space, looking to increase his revenue. So congratulations, Dustin, for your guys' chance to win 100 bucks every Monday on the show to build your idea. Simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes now, and then text the word Nathan to 33444. Again, text the word Nathan to 33444. Coming up tomorrow morning, Top Tribe, and every morning at 9 a.m., you'll hear from Matt Berman, and he breaks down the art of his first 120 customers. Top Tribe, good morning to you. Our guest today, his name is Olivier Pais, and he's the co-founder and CEO at aircall.io. He was previously the general manager of an SMB, and before that, he was in strategy consulting. Olivier, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah. Okay, so let's do this. First things first, where are you joining from? Are you are you in the UK? Um, no, right now I'm in Paris. Okay, you're in Paris. Okay, very good. So tell us more about, uh, first off, you said you were a GM. Tell us about that role and why you transitioned into Aircall. Yes, after my years, uh, my years in strategy consulting, I wanted to run a company. So I joined a large multinational and... I joined as a general manager of the Iberian operations. So it was a small unit of about 200 people, um, a lot of assets, physical assets, and it was right after the subprime crisis. So what what kinds of physical assets are you talking about? Factories and stocks and everything, like sheet metal, um, I mean, really physical stuff that you transform to sell to your customers. So we, this company was active in the building industry. So we are doing roofs and walls for whatever, wall mouse and this kind of stuff. Got it. So uh, then the subprime came in and then it was a heavy restructuring, actually like reducing the, the workforce by about half uh, to bring back the, the company to profitability. And um, that was quite an experience, I must say. Uh, but then after that, I just thought, Hey, I mean, that's, you know, it's too big of a company as a whole. Uh, and, and I want to just build my own and just be on a growth curve rather than on a restructuring curve. So tell us more about Aircall. What exactly does it do? And are you self-funded or, or, or uh, have you raised capital? Yeah. So what we do, we build a software that lets companies uh, set up and deploy extremely easily a solution for their phone support. Um, so we're used by, let's say, <laughs> Uber, Deliveroo, I mean, all the on-demand economy, a lot of tech companies um, to just start doing business, calling customers, getting calls from customers, and just making sure all calls are attended wherever the team uh, is based. Um, so basically thought that, hey, you've got a lot of tools that are extremely easy to use for file sharing, for chat rooms, but just phone call is just a pain to handle. So we're going to build something extremely simple. And, um, and so we, we started that about two years ago uh, with a couple of friends I knew in my consulting years. 
Uh, and then we raised a bit of money earlier last year, 2015, uh, like half a million dollars. And we closed last week a larger seed round of $2.8 million um, to just keep, keep the growth going. From, from those crazy guys at Balberton, right? Yeah, from Balberton <laughs> and Funders Club. Yeah. I'm kidding. I think they're great guys. Hey, quick question for you before we get more into the business. You guys, it looks like, have six co-founders. Is that right? Yeah, well, essentially, we are four active co-founders. At the beginning, we had two additional guys that actually brought in some initial funding. Um, and those two guys are very successful entrepreneurs. Uh, one is a founder of Fotulia that got sold to Adobe. Uh, and the other one uh, set up a couple of businesses. And they helped us just get started with some initial help and funding. So. So how did, with so many co-founders, how did you guys think about splitting up the equity in the beginning? What did that conversation sound like? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, However, by the way, nobody's listening right now, but by the way, it's just you and me. So tell me, you can tell me the good story. Well, essentially, essentially we started with only three of those guys. I was uh, really active here as a CEO. We brought in a couple of tech guys. We couldn't find an actual CTO. And then my two friends just financed stuff. So then we split the equity there. Uh, and then they, they helped as well operationally. And then uh, after some time, we realized the, the three first hire we did, so two developers and one sales marketing guys, were actually really in the, in the co-founder mode. So basically what we did is just say, hey guys, it's just, you know, you should get some equity. And so they get equity at this moment uh, that we took from our initial shares. Is that a fire drill that you guys are having right now? <laughs> no, I think someone is stealing a car in the street. So oh, got it. Very good. Very good. Okay. Well, okay. So, so look, I, I'm curious, uh, and you can give a range if you want, but again, with six people, it sounds like there's a lot of change and things going on. Plus you've raised capital. How your CEO, how much of the business do you still own personally? Um, myself, 30%. Okay. Okay. That's actually not so bad. Yeah, it's okay. So, okay. Let's get back to the business air call. Um, you kind of described what it does. Walk us through how people actually pay you. Who's your customer and how do you make money? So essentially we're a SaaS business. So we charge per month and per seat. So you would typically after a free trial of about a week, um, you would take a plan that can st start at $12 per user up to $48 per user. Um, and then let's say, let's assume you have a team of 10 people and you take the $48 plan and you're going to pay 500 bucks a month. So how much revenue did you guys do in 2015? Um, 2015, I mean, last year, uh, yeah, it's been overall, it's a few hundred of thousands of dollars. Uh, -huh. uh but essentially we, we officially launched a product on 1st of June. Okay. Uh, at the time we we made, I think about $10,000 of monthly revenue in the first month. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, now we had some, let's say beta users paying a very small amount before that. And since then, since June, we've been growing about 30% a month in revenue. So we're kind of close to 100 now, something like that. So as of like December 2015 or January 2016, you're doing about 100 grand per month in monthly yeah. revenue. 
Yeah, a bit less. A bit less. But, and, uh, and walk us through the sale process. So uh, again, you've got multiple plans here: ten bucks, twenty bucks, forty bucks, uh, uh, all the way up to enterprise. Again, at forty-eight per user per month, billed annually. How are you finding new customers to sign up? So. I mean, at the beginning, we didn't have any brand and we didn't have inbound, right? So we had no customer inflow. So in June, July, August, we just thought, hey, how do we get those customers? So then we just say, hey, let's just reach out to them. So we identified some verticals. And we thought, hey, we're great for marketplaces, for SaaS, for these kind of businesses. And then we reach out to them. And then we initially got some traction there. The big move was when we released our integrations. So we started to integrate with the key softwares that businesses use. So like Salesforce, Zendesk, Pipedrive, Slack, these kind of softwares. And that started to drive significant traffic and increasing traffic. So today, about 80% of our customers come from inbound. So they just sign up. And our job is just to you know, make them convert from the free trial to a paid plan. And what percentage, if 100 people sign up for your free trial, how many will convert into a paid plan? 30%. Okay, 30%. And on average, what is each customer paying you guys per month? On average, about $100. Okay, and what about retention? If you have 100 paying customers this month, how many will stay next month? So... You have gross and net retention. Gross retention, I mean, let's say, let's talk about churn, right? Which is the okay. one minus retention. Uh, we have a churn rate of about 3%. Okay, so 3% um, of your total customers will leave each month. Yeah, it's, it's actually more than that. 3% of our revenues go out each month. Got it. Uh, actually, something close to 5% of our customers go out because typically smaller customers tend to churn because they just die or just stop paying. Uh, now, the good thing is that net churn is negative. So if you factor in the expansion we get from our customers, we actually, without doing nothing, we typically have a growth between 5 to 15% a month from oh, the expansion. I want to really dive into that for a second because that is the holy grail for any software as a service company is to get to a point where you're doing negative churn. And all that means is that when you take the total new customers, again, you add each month, uh, plus the current customer base you have, minus anybody that churned, plus any expansion revenue that you drove from your, your current customer base, you're actually, again, you actually have something called negative churn. So, Olivier, it sounds like you guys have already reached that point. Yeah, absolutely. And that's quite recent, actually. But that appeared really in November, October, November this year. Yeah. And it's been, it's been negative and kind of increasing over the last four months. Yeah. Cool. Well, let me just uh, real quick describe that again, just to make sure it's really clear. Guys, negative churn means, again, if you have 5% of your revenue that's churning each month, all that means is you're making more than 5% more from your historical customer base that month. In other words, you sold them from a $20 per month plan to a $40 per month plan or something like that. It's a really a great business. So, Olivier, take us take us forward. Then, what is the uh, what is what's it, what are you guys paying right now to acquire a new paying customer? What's your customer acquisition cost? So, I mean, direct cost is quite limited, and that's a good thing with integrations. So, all our integrations today exclude revenue sharing, right? So, typically, our customers install Zendesk. I guess you're familiar with Zendesk, sure. right? Yeah. Uh, you install Zendesk and then you say, hey, that's cool for my tickets, emails. Now, I need a solution for phone calls. They go on the marketplace, look up for calls, and we're just first because we're air calls, so it's just ranked alphabetically. And they get us, they try us, and beam. So cost for us was essentially the time to develop that, which was 
like two weeks, uh -huh. um, then there's no variable cost here. Now, the only variable cost is that we pay a lot of attention to convert uh, as much customers as we can. So whatever you sign up, uh, within the hour, as much as we can, if, we, if we're awake, you're going to get a call. Say, hey, Nathan, what do you expect? Uh, is this from a human or is this an automated process? This is from human. Okay. This is a, a manual. And of course, we filter the leads. So we, we kind of focus on the, on the most interesting leads. Uh, on a few events. So have you invited people? Have you made a few calls already? Um, but, but typically we, we spend some time here. We call you first day and we call you on the last day of your trial. And then in the meantime, then you get some automated emails to guide you uh, in the onboarding process. Sure. So, but essentially until now, and until we got this recent funding, we haven't done serious marketing. I mean, it was only a few hundreds of dollars, some, some you know, a few, some months. Uh, just to test things. So the acquisition cost right now is quite limited. Uh, it comes mainly from the integrations that are kind of free on a valuable. How many people are on your team that are actually in charge of calling customers, getting them to convert from a free trial to paid? Um, so today we are uh, six. Okay. So it, looks like, and it looks like you're hiring maybe a content marketing hero on your website and a customer success hero. So maybe two or three more. Yeah, to, to be honest, we were two months ago, we had two people. So the six, most of them arrived in January, again, past the funding. Yep. Uh, and then we're still, you know, building the team with customer support, customer success and content. Market. Actually, we found the content marketer. So she's joining in two weeks. Right. And we found a customer success today, an hour ago, joining <laughs> next week. So, yeah. That. Congratulations. Well, let me ask you a question. You've raised $3.55 million. If someone came to you today, you know, a buyer, let's say it was Google and said, hey, we'll buy you guys for six million bucks. Would you take that deal? No. What would you have to sell for? What's your number? No, no. There's, there's, no, there's no plan to sell. You have zero plan? Okay, then why do people invest in the business? Well, I think it's a matter of time, right? But at this point, we see, I mean, we're just seeing that we sit on a huge market that's just waiting for us. So until we get to a really significant revenue, we're very small, right? So we just see the way forward very clearly. So we just have to execute on this and execute like crazy. Right. So like hiring and growing the product and et cetera. So once we get there, um, let's say now we have a whatever, eight digit valuation, that's nice. Uh, clearly we need to add a digit, a digit and then maybe we'll think about, about an exit or something, but I think it's even then maybe probably too early. Cool. Are you, I mean, are you target, what's something that would make you and your co-founders buy champagne and party throughout, you know, Paris tonight? I mean, what, what, what's the number that would make you guys just go, holy crap, this is great. Well, what would make us really, really happy is a couple of very large customers. Yep. This is what we want. Now, if you talk about, about valuation on a, an offer, uh, again, I mean, what we're building is not about so much making money at this stage. Honestly, we're just leaving something that's cool to leave. So clearly this year, we just want to leave it. There would be whatever the offer, seriously, would, would be a waste of, you know, a waste of time. And what, just, is your, what is your run rate uh, goal? By, by December 2016, uh, how much more revenue do you want to do in that month? Um, What's your goal? <laughs> uh, we typically want to want to multiply by about five the revenues. So you want to you're doing 100k 
uh, per month in December, 2015, you'd love to be doing 500,000 bucks per month by December, 2016. Is that right? Yes. Very cool. Okay. Other, before we get to my favorite part of the show, if people want to connect with you personally online, where can they do that? How can they connect to me? Yep. Um, I think the, the best way is just depending on where they're located, Broke on their website, on, on our website, aircall.io, and just, you've got to click to call us button. Just have to click that button and it's going to just distribute the call, route the call on the team and so on me, right? Um, so, that, I mean, that, that's the best way. Uh, to reach me, then email is a fallback option, Oliver at aircall.io. Okay, Top Tribe, do not forget your chance to win a hundred bucks right here on the podcast every Monday. It's very simple. You just subscribe to the show on iTunes. And then once you've done that, text me to prove that you've done it. My number is 703-431-2709. Subscribe now and text me to enter. 703-431-2709. Okay, Top Tribe, many of you have asked me, how do I get my site going so fast and so cheaply? Well, I use HostGator. Specifically, they've got 4,500 templates. They've got a free e-commerce plugin. And quite frankly, I blow the heck out of their support. 24-7 support, which I love. It's ideal for WordPress. Okay, they've got a free website builder. All right. Now, I worked out a great deal for you guys that you can grab right now and join jump in at hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Very cool. And guys, we will link to all this in the show notes. Uh, Again, this is episode 200. You can get the show notes in the descriptions on SoundCloud or Stitcher or just search Nathan Latka and for my medium.com profile. Okay, Olivier, we're about to get my favorite part of the show. Do you know what's next? Mm, No idea. Come on, man. It's time for the famous five. Are you ready? Yeah. Number one, what is your favorite business book? Oh, that's very clear. Predictable Revenue. Predictable Revenue by Aaron Ross, who we had on back in episode 118. Okay, number two, is there a CEO that you're following or studying online right now? Um, yeah, this one that's extremely inspiring. Uh, it's a CEO of Meltwater. It's called John Lissigan. Uh, someone I met at 500 Startups, and it, it was probably really, it was mind-changing. It was, I mean, it, it's really someone I just, I understood that what execution means and, and when you need to execute and how you need to execute. So, no. Joel Nisigan. Great. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have, like Evernote? And not Evernote, again, classical answer, but it's clearly Slack. Couldn't live, yeah, couldn't live without Slack. Okay, number four, Olivier, what is your situation right now? Are you married, single, do you have kids? Married, three kids. Married and three kids, and how old are you? 39. Okay, so here's my question. Yes or no, are you getting eight hours of sleep every night? No, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> last, last question, take us back 19 years to your 20-year-old self. What do you wish you knew? Well... What I wish I knew or I, what I wish I would have done is to just build my company then. I took classical paths of consulting and then multinational. And honestly, building your startup when you're 38 is, you know, I wish I would have done that when I was 25 or 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, really. We, I mean, even without the experience I have now, uh, I mean, the energy, the freedom, um, 
I mean, this is what I would have done. So start building faster. Top Tribe, there you have it from Oliver. Again, started off in consulting, quit that fast. He's now building an empire with Aircall going from zero to 100 grand per month. Very fast. Oliver, thank you for taking us to the top. <laughs> Thanks, Nathan. You bet. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win a hundred bucks every Monday. If you guys enjoyed Oliver today, you'll love Mohit Aran from yesterday. He invented hyperconvergence. His business is sitting on a valuation well over $150 million, and he's already raised $77 million. 